Tracy. And I'm Sharon. And we are Feet of Clay. Confessions of the Cult Sisters. And we're going to do something just a little bit different today. You ready, Tracy? Ready. Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. And this little pod is a wee little pod, and a wee little pod for thee. <laughs> oh, okay. Why did we do that? Because Zacchaeus was little. He was he short. He was short. And this episode is short. Get it? You're welcome. <laughs> We have discovered that to do this podcast thing with the degree of focus and attention that we want to give it, well, that's taking quite a bit of time, isn't it? So we both have real-life full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. Tracy works in the money-grubbing corporate world. And I'm, well, okay, actually, I'm totally overwhelmed because I'm semi-retired and I'm busy spending my kids' inheritance. (laughs) Sharon will never be retired, but we've been told that best practices in podcasting means that we have to put something out every week. Oh, and yes, and we want to be best, Tracy. We always are about being best. Be best, Sharon. Be best. Ooh, that brings back some bad (laughs) memories. (laughs) So we figured that sometimes we do kind of a, I don't know, like the semi-free-form, shorter thing, and that's what this is today. Thus the Zacchaeus episode. Um, <laughs> you know, Sharon, we've lived a pretty freaky parallel journey. Yeah. And telling of that journey obviously is going to continue to fold in many of our episodes. Yep. Yes, it will. But in that parallel journey, I would say that there are definitely times when one of us was more spiritual than the other. Mm-hmm. And by that, especially for those old fundies like us, when you know that someone is being more spiritual, <laughs> uh, it means that we were way more intense in our faith or carried out just a little bit more extreme than <laughs> some of the practices. <laughs> Yes, go go on, go on. So because of that, (laughs) and if listeners have been listening to us, we kind of have already hinted. Wait, wait, wait. wait. If they're a listener, wouldn't they have been listening? (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully, hopefully. They may, it's little thread that's gone through as far as. Who gets the point? Who's the one that's more spiritual? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was thinking that I would like to make this just a little bit more formal. Okay. And make it a real game with a real prize. A real prize. All right. All right. So we've got the contest. But what are the prizes we're playing for? Like, are we talking money, a trophy, a trip of I was thinking like an Oscar, like a statuette, only Ah. being more in keeping with kind of the theme of our show. Actually, Sharon, I already ordered it and it's not. Oh, you're kidding. I did. I already ordered it. And it's not here yet, but as soon as it is, I'll be able to post a picture of the amazing- Wait, what is it? It's a statuette. I don't know if I want to give the spoiler, but I had thought about, you know, Proverbs 31 type statue, but kind of blending with where we've come in our journey. So I'll have to say that the spoiler is it may be a woman on her knees. (laughs) Because she's submissive, right? Oh, no, no. Wait, wait. A woman on her knees. Oh, Oh, my God. You 
Oh my God. Have you ever been to like one of those bachelorette parties and they have those little tiny penis lollipops? Uh, yes, <laughs> I have. <laughs> I'm going to get one. I have to win this statue because I need to do this. I Okay, I'm in. I'm in. I'm okay. all in. Are you, are you doing the thing where sometimes we get feedback we're a little crass? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Li- little yeah. crass. Little crass. Yeah. Well, you know, fuck it. I'm me. Ah, okay. So today's game. So this is going to be more- Wait, 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 wait. How are you going to track this? And can I trust you to not <sighs> cheat? Yeah. And, and like, think- is there an, a finish date? Like a, like, Yeah. So maybe this is a good time to put a little heads up that we might be putting up a website. Oh, and if we have a page, we would actually keep the scoreboard there with a picture of the coveted prize. I think that would be awesome. Oh, I like mm. that. I like that. So today's game, and you know, this is the formal game, is going to be on the topic of head coverings. <laughs> and I wish I had some some music because you know how who was more spiritual? Oh. That's oh our game. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, wait, wait. I got this. I got this. I think- you, well, 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 not so fast. So oh. everybody head coverings. If you're following a lot of all of us former cult people, head coverings factors into a lot of these little sects and segments of Christianity. So, of course, the idea of a head covering comes from the Bible. Actually, a whole long passage of 1 Corinthians 11, which I am not going to read. Thank you. Thank you for that. (laughs) And absolutely, I don't think anybody needs to read it, but we read it for you. We'll post it in our show notes if you just have to read it. (laughs) But we'll pull out one section, and it comes from 1 Corinthians 11, 6. For if a woman does not cover her head she might as well have her hair cut off. But it is a disgrace for a woman to have her hair cut off or to have her head shaved. Then she should cover her head. Uh, <laughs> Such a weird passage. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, they okay, so like they clearly have never seen Sinead O'Connor mm-hmm. or Demi Moore back with G.I. Jane mm-hmm. and uh, Denai Guerrera. Mm-hmm. Um Certainly, I guess the Bible wasn't very sensitive to women who might be in chemotherapy for cancer. Absolutely not. Just one of a zillion reasons why this is all bullshit. But Tracy, actually, there's I think there's a more insidious scripture. I don't remember exactly where it is, but it talks actually about why wives or no, why women should cover their heads and has something to do with the angels and spiritual submission and all (laughs) that kind of crap too. Yes. And so, yeah, so I was sparing everybody from the long passages, but it's just (laughs) like, let's just say that the Bible makes this weird rambling case for covering your head and it pulls in your hair and it pulls in submission and it pulls in the angels. I think it's just rambling. (laughs) Very, very, very weird. (laughs) But it's there. But it's there. In the infallible, all-inspired, Word of God, it's there. It is there. And I I had posted, you know, during our Purity Culture series, one through four, if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen, that I really struggled for years on know, knowing how to dress as a godly woman. Mm. The modesty culture can be very, very confusing. And you know, I was always trying to make sure I was covered up and then you don't want to be too attractive, yet then I got talked to for not keeping myself groomed enough. But you know, the thing I never struggled with, which is very odd, I never struggled with whether I should wear a head covering or not. 
Yeah. And it's like so clearly stated. So it's a classic case of, you know, the picking and the choosing that so many of us do for the passages. And I obviously picked and chose not that one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is a great example of the picking and choosing. And yeah, so we're going to do a much longer, like deep dive into that whole Bible gymnastics thing in the future for sure. Yes. So Sharon, I'd like to ask you before we get our game started. (laughs) Did you ever struggle with having to wear a head covering? Oh, my God. I'm really going to go public and admit this because you know I did. That was a setup question. Well, it was kind of a leading question because, of course, listeners, I knew she wore a head covering for a time. I knew this because Sharon asked me to take her shopping for a head covering. Well, like, what am I supposed to do? I'm at that time, I'm living in Richmond, Virginia, and you are up in Lancaster. Did I say that right? Lancaster County. It's better. It's better. With the Amish and the Mennonites, and they're all wearing head coverings. So I'm like, okay, you're my, you know, you're my soul sister. I'm your go-to. You can hook me up, girl. Yes. And that's that's one of the reasons earlier on I wanted you to get the pronunciation right, because (laughs) obviously there was a group of us post-Last Days Ministries members who lived in Lancaster County among the Amish and the Mennonites. Because I bet there's listeners out there that say, huh, where would you go shopping for a head covering? (laughs) (laughs) And because I lived in Lancaster County, which was the center, uh, there was actually a head covering store. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, uh, what do you remember? Oh my God, if there's a website, okay, wait a second. uh, Well, of course there, wait. There's not a website, it's the Amish. Moved into that. They want to no, make the, uh, they have, knows, knows? They have like a phone at the end of their driveway, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know, to clarify, this store is for members of the community to come because truly, if you go into that area, the Amish quilts are gorgeous, beautiful seamstresses. Yeah. A lot of good handiwork. And so this really is a store of many head coverings, <laughs> handmade that were beautiful. So do you remember that? Oh, my gosh. I do. Uh, oh, man. I, I wish I could remember what year that was. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter was with us. I remember that. I'm guessing, I don't know, was she five years old, four years old? I don't know. Maybe? Between four and six. Between four and six. Okay. So like somewhere 1989, 1990-ish. Anyway, Okay. So this church that we were going to in Richmond, it was called House of Prayer. It was um, kind of, I think it was like a non-denominational, charismatic kind of church. And I was probably in one of those like intense phases of my spiritual life and seeking (laughs) the Lord. And what do I need to do, Jesus, to go deeper with you? And of course, I'm always laying everything on the altar including our pride. And remember how we used to think oh, that the, the more yeah. difficult something was, the, the more it must be something that God wants us to do, right? It's a test. It's a challenge of our faith to put nothing else above Him. You remember that? Yes, I do remember that. And of course, in a church environment that's not wearing head coverings, that would definitely make you <laughs> show your devotion that you were really sold out to God. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I, I don't remember exactly what sparked it. It must have been 
you know, in my personal prayer time and I'm reading the Bible <laughs> and I must have read these scriptures again. Cause you know, of course I've read them over and over throughout yes. my lifetime. And somehow it struck me like, wait, the, the Bible says do this. So why am I not doing this? Oh. And I guess that's when I called you, Tracy. You did call me. <laughs> and because I lived in an environment where many people did wear head coverings, I didn't say, Sharon, I think you should rethink that. Or Sharon, <laughs> let, let me let me tell you how I came to that conclusion. Mine where, was Where were you for me? <laughs> You failed me. I was like, people have to follow their own, you know, callings of God. And if this is what God is calling Sharon to, then I am there for you and I am going to help you get a head covering. So the first thing, I mean, I'm not, so I'm not shopping for head coverings, but, but you were so important to me. I did a little homework and so sweet. We did have, you know, some close friends that used to be at last days who had a family church that was Mennonite. So we called them and they said, oh yeah, this, you know, this little shop in the back of this (sighs) farm in the rolling hills of Lancaster County, we'll call her ahead and they'll meet you there and you can kind of go through and... (laughs) Pick one out. (laughs) So I have to set the stage for the listeners because while God was calling you to wear a head covering, he he wasn't calling you to wear dresses. No. He wasn't calling you to wear the, you know, the ankle length or to cover up your legs or to wear, you know, the big collared shirts. You had the freedom to wear shorts. And it was summer, and so you were wearing shorts, and I think I brought my daughter, so it was you and your daughter. And listeners, we come bursting into this shop. (laughs) And Sharon is like a kid in a candy store because there are not a lot of head covering shops. And we burst in on the scene, and... We're loud. You guys may have been able to gather that from our podcast. (laughs) And he's like, oh, my God, look at all these. And I remember being embarrassed because I knew the culture of these Mennonite people. And they are quiet (laughs) and sober women who keep their head covering as a devotion to God. And you are running from table to table. Look at this one. And oh, should I, should I get more of the scarf one? And you're like, do you have a mirror? Do you have a mirror so I can put it on? And you're trying on these head coverings. I cannot stop laughing remembering this. Oh my God. How culturally inappropriate. (laughs) And it was like, it was as if we were shopping for her bridal veil. That was the level of exuberant enthusiasm (laughs) we're showing. And I was catching glimpses of this woman whose shop this was, and she was she was gonna sell us the head coverings, but she was side-eyeing us up one side, like, what would possess these women (laughs) to to think? I just imagined in her head, oh honeys, you have to cover up so much more than just your head. 
Um, oh, oh wow. my God, Tracy. Well, and- I don't know that I have much more to add to that because you <laughs> remember it very well. I do remember it very well. So much so. So then your daughter, and this I have to give you kudos for being a great parent because there's a part of me that's like, let's get in and let's get what we need and let's get out and let this woman get back to her life. And then your daughter's like, well, I want a pink one. And she was in her pink phase. Oh, she wanted everything <laughs> pink. Yes, she did. And you looked at me and I was like, I doubt the Amish head covering store <sighs> has a pink <sighs> Head covering. And for those of you who want to do your research, there's, you know, from the Amish to the Mennonite, there's a, there's a huge spectrum of what they allow and what they don't allow. But color is not usually <laughs> what's happening. Um, and somehow I think we found one with a little bit of lace that was sewn around with a little bit of pink edging on it. It was like, yes, yes thank God. Thank God there's a pink one. Oh, oh my word. So oh. I... I uh, I, so I guess the the clincher for me was <laughs> you turned around to me and in your ever so generous way, do you want one? <laughs> do you and your daughter want one too? <laughs> and and oh. I was like, no, no, Sharon, no, Sharon. I, I I've had I've heard from God. I don't need to wear. A head but tie. I didn't judge you. I didn't judge you for that. I did think you. Might want to consider it, but I didn't judge you. So yeah. So when you got these back, tell me how. Tell me how this changed your life. <laughs> oh my god! All right. So my daughter and I, I, I did start wearing these head coverings to our more free, charismatic church, and and there's no other woman wearing a head covering. <laughs> no one else. And I remember struggling with feelings of like this. Well, it was this dichotomy. It was like spiritual pride and then real embarrassment, human embarrassment, you know? So I'm holding my head up very high. I'm walking with great posture into Sunday service. And and I don't think anyone ever had the courage to like ask me about it. I I think they all just tried to pretend I wasn't wearing a doily on my head. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the kind that Sharon chose in in the head covering shop. And I had traveled- Understated. I was being understated. being understated. And in my heart of hearts, I was like, if I'm going to wear a head covering, I'm going all in. And I had been around other cultures, you know, like the Indian women who have the saris. And so their head covering, they're always able to to wrap that around their head. Yeah. Or you have the full veil, you know, like Mother Mary. And I was like, the doily thing is like, to me, that's a compromiser's way to wear it. <laughs> okay, but you know what? Okay, so this is what I think now would be like hysterical. Like, what if I had bought a series of insane hats? Because the Bible's not like, mm. it's not specific on what kind of head covering, right? So like, maybe I could do a whole bunch of them. I could, oh, the vulture hat. Remember the vulture hat worn by Snape? who was like, okay, he's really a oh, bogart when Neville Longbottom really is thinking of brought- his grandmother? What? You did it. You really brought in Harry Potter <laughs> reference to our head covering episode. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> hey, hey, girlfriend, man, I'm amazing. I can do shit you never dreamed possible. <laughs> <laughs> so like, then go to church every Sunday. 
with something more and more ridiculous on your head just to see how long it would take for someone to ask about it. Oh my god, that would be the that would be the share and now. I think you're right. <laughs> so, and then eventually what? You what happened because how long did that last? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't months later. I yeah, I I honestly don't remember. I don't remember when I stopped or why I stopped, but somehow it must not have seemed um like essential <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Maybe you got the revelation for our listeners who remember when we interviewed Abigail. That was the thing that stood out to me out of the Bill Gothard. Oh, Abigail who was in IBLP. Yeah. Yes. And when I watched the documentary that screamed at me is all of these women who are dressed so modestly, none of them have head coverings. Oh, you're right. So we asked her why, and I guess there's a lot to it, but the default was because the woman's hair is her head covering. So maybe you had that revelation, Uh, Sharon. The long hair. Yeah. But I actually remember, this is what I remember you saying, because I I took note of these things. (laughs) Okay. You only felt led by God that you had to have it when you prayed. And so you were in this weird place of having to run and get your doily. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh. oh my God, I have to pray. I wasn't expecting oh. to. Let me let me grab my doily. Let me put my doily on. Well, I don't need to wear it now. And it I think it became too much of a hassle. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I'm just saying, if I had to wear one right now, I'm gonna get one of those cute little devil horns on a headband thing, you know, the Halloween costume stuff. Hey, maybe we should always wear those when we're recording our podcast. I think we should. <laughs> and then when we can do it where we're going to actually post video, that would that would be great. Oh. So all that to say, listeners, both of us can be kind of competitive from time to time. And you'll mm-hmm. hear us awarding each other who gets the point. I have to give this one to you, Sharon. I have That's to give right. you. Swish. Nothing but net. It's all mine. <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll put a page up that will describe this game. But you know how everything has an insidious undertone in biblical fundamentalism? Yeah. The winners of this game are really the losers. Oh. <laughs> the winners are the losers. Oh, man. But you get okay. the point. Thank you. For being the most spiritual woman by submitting to God. Thank you. And to your husband by covering your head. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I I definitely need to win this uh, yet-to-be-revealed trophy and buy my little <laughs> penis lollipop. So uh, I'm in, girl. I, I'm, I'm in it to win it. <laughs> You're in it to win it. And I'll have to figure out who has won which point. All right. Okay. Well, that's a wrap of our first little, little episode. Or would you say our wee little episode? Wee little episode. Oh. And since we all know that size doesn't Mm. matter, we hope you enjoyed this as much as we did. (laughs) (laughs) And as always, folks, please subscribe and follow our podcast. And please share this with your friends and family and anyone else you think would enjoy our stories coming out of the cults. Or just enjoy making fun of us and laughing with us. So, yes, (laughs) please share. And give us a rating. Leave a comment if you dare. And find images and fun stuff on Instagram, feetofclay.cultsisters. I don't think that you ever took a picture of you with a head covering on, so that's going to be hard. Oh, yeah. I don't either, but we'll have to. (laughs) That would have been pride.
what we'll do, <laughs> what we'll do is we'll we'll Photoshop a series of hats on me since we don't have oh one. Oh my of god, the- that would be amazing. <gasps> Maybe that's gonna be our merch. Head coverings. Ooh, head coverings. By the cult sisters. Whoa. <laughs> I'm liking it. Because <laughs> it, it could be like one white wing and one black wing. Oh. I like that. <laughs> it's like a snitch on your head. <gasps> oh. Are you impressed? Are you impressed? <laughs> oh. oh, God. All right. And we'll see you next time, everybody. See you.